0: Stoffer joining you for the first time since March 11th of 2020. We tried to do this once last January but had some technical difficulties. We are back live in Ice District at Rogers Place. It is the opening day of training camp on the ice. The physicals, the pressers, and all that took place yesterday. We got a jam-packed edition of OTHERS now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store, Albert is number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show, uh, we're going to uh, replay a clip from Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, who is on yesterday's edition of Oilers Now. We'll also be hearing from the likes of Zach Hyman, Warren Fogel, and Mikko Koskinen. Uh, Fogel and Koskinen on the ice as we speak. Hyman was on the earlier session today. I will give you the full lines from yesterday, or sorry, from this morning's session. They've not run them yet this afternoon. Cam Moon, Oilers, uh, one of two Oilers radio play-by-play voices you'll hear during the course of the season on 630, Chad. Cam Moon will join us, join us today at 1235. At 105, Edmonton, the news yesterday involving Alex Stalock How does that potentially affect things from an IR, LTIR perspective? The numbers. We'll talk the numbers. We'll talk uh, the Oilers cap situation. Hart Levine from Puckpedia at 105. And we're what? Today's Thursday On Tuesday, the building's back open for fans. Stu Ballantyne, the president and CEO of Rogers Place in Ice District, he will join us today at 135. We'll walk through kind of what takes place when you uh, come into a building, all those sort of things for uh, the many of you listening to the show right now that plan on attending the Oilers' first preseason game Tuesday night against Seattle. We're looking forward to it. The Kraken are in town. Of course, Scam Moon and myself will have the Oilers Road Game Sunday night in Calgary as the Oilers get set to take on the Flames. Of course, you can reach us at any time in the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The River Cree Resort and Casino with multiple dining locations, including Italia, Tap 25, Fat Burger. They got lots of them going on at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Now, here's the deal. Like, your experience you're going to take place tuesday night when you come into rogers place you will need because the river cree has applied for an exemption and has the exemption you will need to provide documentation of full vaccination or conversely a negative test in the previous 72 hours, and that is something that we can see in concert for all the different uh, establishments in town. That's the River Curry Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780 496 Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue or head to com for more. To our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. Here's what the Edmonton Oilers' first group today opened up with. Connor McDavid up front with Zach Hyman and, yes, a Devin Shore was centering. Brendan Perlini and Kyle Turris. Interesting because last year in training camp, Shore was on left wing on a uh, – uh, PTO deal, and Kyle Turris was at center, but they got short center today, Turris on the right side. Mateo Gennaro, St. Albert product, was with Devin Brosso and uh, Raphael Lavoie. Brad Malone on an AHL deal, like Gennaro, like Broso. Uh, Brad Malone on an AHL deal, along with uh, Esposito out of the minor leagues, has been there for the uh, last several years, and Colton Sheever, who is... Uh, in town, looking to claim a spot on the Edmonton Oilers on a PTO. And then the Oilers had Tyler Tilio Petrov on the left side with a uh Henry Rubinsky and first-round pick Xavier Borgo. That's a look at the lines that they were rolling with this morning in the early group. On defense, Slater Cuckoo was with Evan Bouchard. William Lagason was with Cody Ceci. Of course, Duncan Keith not available for the first week. He is in quarantine. Oilers also lost Dimitri Samarukov out with a broken jaw, so down a couple defensemen. We found out yesterday Alex Stalock will likely not be able to play, according to Oilers general manager Ken Holland. And we should mention that today, Josh Archibald not skating with Either of the two groups could be a quarantine issue. We'll get more information later on during the course of the day. Uh, Oiters' early session had Smith, Skinner, and Kruger in goal. The session that is just on the ice right now has Kostanen, Konovalov, and Rodriguez in goal. Barry is with Nurse. Neimalainen is with Kesterling. Berglund is with uh, Broberg. Uh, Max Wanner, who missed the uh, rookie camp, is... uh, the extra defenseman with that group will tell you that uh, the two lines that might directly well play as second and third lines. We believe we're going to see here momentarily. Leon Drysaddle on a line with Ryan Nugent-Hopkins and Kotaro Yamamoto, and Derek Ryan, ex of the uh, Alberta Golden Bears, all those years ago. Last three years in Calgary, centering Warren Fogle and Zach Cassian. Good chance we may end up seeing. Line put together that was very successful in the minors last year. Tyler Benson with Ryan McLeod and Cooper Marody. Uh, Marody led the American Hockey League in goal scoring last season. So that's a look at the lines that uh, we expect to see here in this afternoon session. Uh, They started off by doing one-on-one drills, and they did two-on-two drills. But then they got into three-on-three three half drills, pretty entertaining practice, and then a bag skate at the end of the first session. So that's kind of a rundown of what transpired in that regard. All right, at this time, and again, that's the legacy heating and cooling top story. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Should mention that starting uh, not this Thursday, but next Thursday, or uh, Thursday, that'd be October the 7th, Kevin Weeks for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. As we head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. First, we're going to hear from Edmonton Oilers. General Manager, Ken Holland, I asked him yesterday, I said you went 12th and 11th the two previous years, can you become a top 10, top 8 team on a consistent basis year after year starting this year, here's what Holland had to say yesterday.
1: I told the, the team this when I, you know, I was at the press conference in March, May of 2019. And I you know, I think I set the expectations for the 19-20 season that, you know, when the calendar turned to March the 1st, we got to be in the race. We got to be able to control our own destiny. We're not, you know, we're not making lots of points behind and, and we could play our way in. Certainly, you know, after watching us, our team over the last two years, you know, we were, you know, I know we were in our own division, but we had the, we had the number one, we tied with Washington for the number one um, road points last year in the National Hockey League. Like, there's there's 31 teams, like it's so we've accomplished some things. I thought the Winnipeg series last year compared to how we played in the in the Chicago play-in series over the last two years, our team has evolved. I think. That, that you know the core has gotten two years older and more into its prime. with The addition of some young players coming, pushing through the system, Jesse Pugliarvi and and Connor uh, Yamamoto. And this year it'll be uh, Bouchard and and uh, McLeod and and uh, you know obviously with the additions, the moves that we made in the uh, in the off season, our aspirations are are far greater than they were two years ago. And I I, th- I think that's the evolution of your of a team and. and And certainly, when I got here, the core was two years younger. Connor was 22, Leon 23, I think Darnell 24. Well, they're now 24, 25, 26, and new just still in his prime. And we've we've added some guys that are that are in their mid to late 20s: uh, Tyson Berry, uh, Zach Hyman, Cody Cece. Um, obviously, we 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 brought in a veteran defenseman in in Duncan Keith, but we've we've tried to make our team a little more experienced, a little deeper. You know, f- f- Fogel's what twenty six years of age, so we've got we've got established players. So certainly, our expectations over the course of eighty two games are to be more than just a, a bubble team that hoping to get in. Now we got to go play. Now there's there's eighty two games to go to go prove. Um, where you fit but certainly uh, I think the evolution of our team you know we the last couple of years we've been good on the penalty kill and I but we were what number one and number two in the power play two years ago I think last year we were one and nine and you know I think we've gone from we were two years ago we were 15th in the league in goals against we were 12th in the league in goals against last year so we're evolving we're evolving we're and we're, we've added some pieces and uh, again the hope and expectation there's that we've that we can take another step
0: all right um uh... Yes, indeed. That is Edmonton Oilers general manager, Ken Holland. And again, people say, well, where's Josh Archibald after uh, what came out yesterday? And the reality is uh, federal quarantine. So remember, 14 days if you're unvaccinated. Into, uh, back into the Oilers Now Audio Vault, uh, Zach Hyman. Today in a line with Connor McDavid and, yes, Apolli Hyman says he can play up and down
2: the lineup. For sure, I think last year, uh, if you look at Toronto, I played on, I don't think I had one steady line throughout the year, I played on a number of different lines, uh, and, and we'll leave that up to you know Tip and the coaching staff to kind of figure out where, where I fit in, but uh, I'll bring the same work ethic and intensity as I do if I'm playing with Connor or Fleon or, or whoever else, so it's uh, it's just exciting for me to to come into this, uh, this organization, there's so much talent here and, and so many good players. Zach Hyman,
0: an important addition for the Edmonton Oilers. You know, even before the Hyman talk really picked up over the course of the last eight months, and and for me, the genesis of it was in Edmonton, and it was in February last year, and the Oilers got handled three games in a row by the Maple Leafs, and Hyman was the best player in that three-game set when we were in the Canadian division, the North division. Um, And I remember that the criticism that Mike Babcock and Mike at times has brought some criticism upon himself, but the reality of the situation is he was a huge Zach Hyman uh, fan because of his ability to play with top end talent. Here's Hyman's comment on his ability to do so.
2: Obviously, in my career, I've been fortunate to play with some really talented players. And, and what I've learned is that each player is really unique, and, and they each have a, a very, very unique skill set. Um, Austin was a lot different than John, and, and both of them are, are a lot different than Connor. Uh, and and I've only played against Connor. I haven't had the chance to play with him in an actual game. We've we practiced here in the scrimmages and whatnot, but it's not uh, it's not real hockey yet. Uh, and it's going to get real pretty soon. So I'm excited to kind of learn his tendencies and, and see... Uh, what it's like to be on his team.
0: All right, so that's Zach Hyman who today in the earlier session was skating with Connor McDavid and Yessa Pogliarvi. Uh Conversely, uh, Warren Fogle on the ice right now. Looks like he's gonna be with Derek Ryan and Zach Cassian. And uh, here is Fogel's thoughts on the Oilers uh, coaching staff's expectation of him.
2: I think they just want me to come in and, and play, uh, play fast and play tenacious. Um, I know uh, talking with them, they, they like how I play down low and that I'm always working and using my speed. So I think for me, just come in here and try to play the same way I did before, and, you know, that's from working hard and, and like I said, using my speed.
0: And uh, a real opportunity for him. Uh, both Hyman and Fogel, guys to drive the puck to Lynette. They take it to we Lynette. We play this game because... No, and uh, we'll go to one more clip here. I believe that's my uh, sign that I'm supposed to be going there. Uh, here's uh, Warren Fuller on uh, the group being highly motivated.
2: We play this game because one, we love it, but two, because we're competitors. And you know, it, I get the sense that even in the summer training with Connor and, and the group of guys there, it, it was business when we were training. And you know, our, our goal is to win the cup. And you know, that starts officially today, and, you know, I'm excited to bring my competitiveness to the team and, uh, and you know, go for, go from there.
0: All right. Uh, Mike Smith was on the ice with the earlier group today. We may have time to get in a couple clips from him a little bit later on. Probably going to see a little bit different split in terms, I mean, what happened last year is Miko Koskinen started 12 of the first 13 games because Smith was injured. And then Smith, from that point forward, got 30-plus starts in the final 45 games, closer to 33-34. Mike Smith was at 923. Miko Koskinen was at 899 after being at 917 the year before with an SVP. He's looking to rebound after a tough 2021 season.
2: I don't know. It's tough to say. I felt like I never found the rhythm. I never found my game last year. I couldn't get the kind of the flow going on. So um, that's definitely something. There was obviously many, many things, but they're all excuses. So, but you can look back, you know, it's a new season, new challenge. And, um, I'm ready for that. I'm here. I'm gonna here to prove myself, especially myself, that I can do this. And uh, I know I can do this. Do this, and that's all. all what I matter. I can't control what's going on, like like outside of me. And um, that's how life usually goes. You just control yourself and do your best.
0: Uh, we've had some people texting asking, you know, Bob, why do players like Adam Cracknell, as an example? Uh, Brad Malone, who are on ATO deals uh, or on uh, AHL deals. Why don't I get invited to main camps? Just remember that for preseason games, um, a club shall be permitted to dress a minimum of eight veterans for any exhibition game. For exhibition games during the 2021-22 training camp, a veteran for these purposes shall constitute either. Number one, a forward or defenseman who played in 20 or more NHL games during the previous season. Number two, a goaltender who dressed... In 34 or more NHL games, or played in 20 more games in the previous season, which was last year. Number three, a first round draft choice with the most recent year's NHL draft. So Xavier Borgo is considered a. Um, uh, one of the eight vets in the games that he's going to play. And number four, a player who has played 100 or more games in the National Hockey League. So a guy like Cracknell and a guy like Malone become valuable because they count as NHL players even though they're on AHL deals. And you also want to reward those guys as well. Um, and, and usually the way it works is they get paid a little bit more than the average AHL player to be down in the minors to help on the leadership front and you're not tying up one of your 50 NHL contracts. The orders are at 44 contracts right now. Now we'll tell you that they'll probably be at 43 because Tyler Tulio, it's unlikely that he's going to stick and he's got a slide uh, uh, rule deal with his contract that when he gets returned to junior does not count on the NHL uh, 50-man roster. So food for thought on that front. The Oilers for the last several years have been at around 48 or 49 contracts. When you're at 43 or 44, it gives you a lot more flexibility, especially with things like waivers during the course of the year. Though Edmonton's been a team the last two seasons at 11th and 12th, they haven't been poised to necessarily capitalize on waivers. Uh, usually, you know, the worst teams benefit from that, but also a little bit more flexibility that you don't have to worry about 50-man. If you're at 48 or 49 or 50 uh, uh, players on the active uh, on your 50-man list, it makes things very difficult to make trades as well. So you want a little bit of flexibility, and that's another reason why you pay a little bit extra to have good veterans like Cracknell as well as Brad Malone on American Hockey League deals. All right. Bob Stoffer with you. It's twelve twenty-three in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing with Brendan Escott. You're listening to Oilers Now live today from Rogers Place.
2: Hi, this is Leon Drysaddle from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on six thirty chat
0: on dry saddle on the ice as we speak with ryan nugent hopkins and kyler yamamoto which i'm sure has got a large percentage of our uh fan base pretty excited because many have been clamoring to see those guys together full disclosure right now uh our ashley fine Flores text line is down uh, we'll continue to endeavor to work on the technical uh, difficulties that we're having, but please text us 7804960063. We should have it back up shortly, and when we do, uh, we'll get to some of your texts. Off too. NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company branded apparel, products and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com and lots of news around the league. Here's Brendan Escott.
3: Yeah, a lot of it injury related, but we'll start with Evander Kane. He was cleared of any wrongdoing by the NHL after the league's investigation into allegations of betting on Sharks games, but he is now uh, being held out of training camp as new allegations have surfaced and another investigation has launched as of yesterday. Jack I is no longer the captain of the Buffalo Sabres. That was coming down the pipe for a while. Title he held for three seasons. He will start this year on long-term injured reserve with a neck problem It's going to require surgery. Uh, you might have heard it in that first newscast. Carey Price, Mike Hoffman, Paul Byron, they all failed physicals in Montreal yesterday. Penguins veteran of Guinea Malkin, he'll miss the first two months of the season uh, recovering from knee surgery. Uh, Nicholas Backstrom, same thing. He'll miss the start of Capitals training camp uh, with a hip injury. Injury, and Phil Kessel may well miss the start of this season, Bob, with a foot injury as well. Uh, Oil Kings wrapping up exhibition play. they got a home-and-home home series. Starts tomorrow night at Rogers Place. Calgary Hitmen in town. Reverse fixture down the QE2 Saturday, and the Golden Bears will have 30% capacity at the Claire Drake tomorrow night when the Calgary Dinos come to town.
0: Golden Bears football also kick off their season Saturday, 1 o'clock over at Foot Field. I think they've got room for about 750 people. I know uh, Mooner and myself are going to slide in for that one game time decision tomorrow night, Brendan. I'm going to bring you in a little full right now, though. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers uh, lines. This is what that's. If, if you take a look at things, here's kind of what they're going with. I found it pretty interesting. Uh, McDavid with. He- here's the thing. I think a lot of people expected Hyman with McDavid and Poliari. Rh with Settle and Yamamoto. Uh, Fogle, Ryan, and Cassian, and then they reunite McLeod along with Benson. And Marody again. Josh Archibald could be a quarantine issue. We'll get some more information during the course of the show when uh, Dave Tippett does his availability. Remember uh, yesterday, Ken Holland saying he'd had discussions with Archibald about uh, about uh, getting the uh, the proverbial jab, and uh, if he's not vaccinated, he would have had to have quarantined uh, for 14 days before coming into Canada. So, uh, just your thoughts, specific. Any, are you surprised at all? McDavid, Hyman, Paul, Yarby, RH, Strice, Settle, Yamamoto, Ryan, Fogle, or K- and Cassian.
3: You know, I thought that McLeod was going to get the first look on that third line, and who knows how long into the season these initial looks will last, but that one did surprise, so obviously they're expecting a little bit more out of Ryan and his experience than I was out of McLeod's, you know, youthful legs. Uh, good to see that they've got his old scoring and running mates down uh, from the AHL up there to give him a look too, but as far as the top six goes, Bob, I think that that's basically what they had in mind in making those transactions, so that should be the first thing we see, though it's a luxury now that you could flip-flop either that left wing in and, and Hyman and, and Nuge or, frankly, the right side as well. Uh, you can text us at seven
0: eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. This text comes in from Stoney, who says, Bob, why is a homegrown and drafted defenseman lining up in Carolina's top pair when we have Fogle on the third line? Well, it's the opening day of training camp. I don't know if you can read too much. Let's see where Ethan Bear ends up. I'm going to tell you right now, for all you stat geeks out there that are in pools, there is a guy that's going to be a bargain guy that's going to go lower than he should based upon the numbers that he's going to be picked up. He is a right shot. He is a new member of the Carolina Hurricanes. It's not Ethan Bear. Anthony D'Angelo is going to be a bargain pickup. Unfortunately, in today's DNA, uh, in today's times, Anthony D'Angelo has, in the eyes of many, bad politics. Even though there's a lot of people that seem to know what kind of guy he is, even though they've never actually been in a room with him. I, you take a look at what D'Angelo did two years ago. I could totally see him having a massive bounce back this season, this year with Carolina. So take it for what it's worth. It is twelve twenty-nine. Off to a global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, one of the two Oilers radio play-by-play voices you'll hear here on six thirty, Chad. This season, Cam Moon.
3: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty, Chad.